Yes, yes. What is going on, everybody? It's Tuesday, so you know what that means. I'm back for another episode of Touchdown Detroit Lions. It's good to see you in here. I see a few people already going off. Yes, we've got some things to talk about today. Some crazy things are happening, um, especially today with the Lions. I mean, crazier things have happened with the Lions, especially this weekend. And we'll get a little bit into that. But but we're going to talk. We're going to talk. I already see people going off. What's up, Rick? Grit, Lady Lion, how you doing? Ryan, good to see you in here. Good to see you back. Rick says, bye-bye, Bugs. Yes, we're going to talk about that right away. Lady Lion, good afternoon, everyone. Still upset after Saturday, but go blue. Yes, we're all a little upset. You know, it's it's tough as a Lions fan to let something like this go, but we're going to get into it. We're going we're gonna to get into all of this. Hatter's house. Good to see you in here, disgraceful, sorry, from the NFL. Kim Fadeberg, how you doing, Mom? Good to see you in here. Hatter's House, 2120 Lions 1, of course. Ryan, go off. You want to go off? Go off. Go off in those comments. Easy Lions Minute, good to make Good to make the live show. Yeah, glad to see you in here, too. Glad to see you in here, too. Check six. Google Dwayne. Okay, okay. Ryan with the mad faces. Okay, I see. I see how this how this episode is going to trend today. It's okay, everybody. I'm here for it. Keep sounding off in those comments. I'll get to all the comments today. But let's address some things. Since people are already in here and we are getting things rolling, let's do it. Let's talk about it. You know, Normally, I like to be here on a Victory Tuesday. That did not happen. I'll say what's up to everybody else getting in here first. John Peterson says, one game at a time, beat the Vikings, play all the starters. We will talk about that as well. MSU Detroit fan, hello there. Good to see you in here. But yeah, let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. The news that broke today. The news that broke today. The Lions have decided to waive Isaiah Bugs. Um It's crazy. Crazy move to me. Crazy to crazy move to me. Crazy move to me. Now, right after they waved Bugs, Bugs had this to say. Thank you Detroit for everything the past year has been amazing for meeting new people, playing with great teammates, but the time has come for me to say goodbye. Detroit 96 out heart emoji. Damn. Um, did not expect that move today. Now, I did expect some moves. I know that we got guys coming back from IR that we need to make roster spots for. But Isaiah Bugs? Come on. I, I know that he's had a few issues with the coaching staff this year, and it must have been pretty bad because as far as I'm concerned, we could have waived Charles Harris, Levi on Zook, whatever, Levi, Will Harris, either of the Okora brothers, all before you release bugs or wave bugs. And that message right there, yeah, maybe they were planning or hoping that he was going to clear waivers 
and they were going to get him back on the practice squad. But that message right there, he's not coming back. He's had enough. Him and the coaching staff were not seeing eye to eye all year. It was obvious. They kept healthy scratching him. Aleem got hurt. They brought him in. He filled the void. He had a nice fumble recovery, you know, forced by Ify, Ifatu Melanfawu during his time back. And I felt like he made some nice plays. I don't think he was the one to get rid of. <laughs> I truly don't. But um, they made that move. And that's what we're going to have to deal with now. I want to know how you guys feel about us waving bugs and then him with the message, you know, pretty much saying, I'm not coming back. I don't care if you want to sign me to the practice squad. I'm not coming back. He didn't say those words, but, you know, he, he had a nice heartfelt message instead of that. But I'm sure that's what he was thinking in his mind. Like, OK, you want to wave me? That's it for me. I've had enough this year. We won the North. I had a great time. Don't need to go through this anymore. So, yeah, I, I just I just don't understand that move over other guys that we could have cut or waved over him instead of him. But, I mean, the good there is good news. We're getting Aleem McNeil back, and it looks like he's going to play this week. So that's great. But I felt like him and Bugs could have done some great things together in the playoffs. Oh, well, is what it is. Do you guys have any kind of feelings about the bugs waiver. I'm going to head over here real quick before we move on any further. But yes, if you're just getting in here, the Lions waved bugs. And then he had his farewell message. He's not coming back. I don't know if this means that he will still play football. He says this is the best move for him and his family. So if he's still going to play football, he can go to another team. It would be kind of funny if Minnesota picked him up and he played against us this Sunday. I hope that we don't see him in the playoffs if he gets picked up by somebody because he's going to be mad. But I don't agree with that move. I just don't agree with that move. Um, Hatter's House says Will Harris. MSU Detroit fan says, yeah, out of all the players they can take out of the main roster, bugs come on, Brad and Dan. Yeah, there's there's got to be something underlying there. There's got to be something underlying there because this man, just like Easy Lions Minute says, another vocal leader gone. He, You saw that defense kind of flip a switch again. You know, we've, we were missing key guys, and they're still able to go out there the last few weeks and perform a lot better. They're starting to get... You know, they're, they're starting to perform. They're actually starting to make plays that we've been wanting them to make all year. I don't know if Bugs has anything to do with that. But did you see his pregame speech before that Minnesota game? Just pumping up that defense. What are you going to do today? What are you going to do today? Because I'm going to ball out. That got everybody fired up. That got me fired up. Now you want to go get rid of a guy who the locker room, I thought, loved. The players did. And like you said, he's a vocal leader. This is absolutely a shock to me. I thought there was definitely other guys we could have waived other than that. And if you're going to bring back Kabinda, don't get me wrong. I like the guy. I like his spirit. He was out there fighting for the Lions on social media after that Saturday crap that went down. But don't, you know, Kabinda, what's he going to do for the offense? He can block, but we got Big Dan Skipper. We got other tight ends who can fill that role to block for him. He doesn't need to, we don't need a true fullback back there. We can keep bugs. 
Don't make room for Kabinda. Sorry, Kabinda. I love your facial expression. A few years ago, when Dan was talking to you, you were all hyped. I love you as a person. You're a great person. But we don't need to make move for, room for that. I just don't understand getting rid of bugs, but it is what it is. And here we are. Mary Peterson says, hi, Nick. Hello, D. How you doing? MSU Detroit fan. So Grid was really anti-draft yesterday during his stream, but I did bring up the Lions should really look at cornerback or edge first round pick. Yeah, we're not talking draft today. <laughs> I'm sorry. We got the playoffs. We're not talking draft today. We'll talk draft when the season's over. We got much more to look forward to. I do agree with, yeah, those we need to look at that, but I am not getting in to the draft today. We are looking at this season because we have a lot of big things happening this season. Ryan, investigate Brad Holmes. Yeesh. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. MSU Detroit fan. I agree with him being focused on the playoffs, but those two positions are probably the biggest need for the Lions, even if we make a deep playoff run. Definitely. I, I agree that we need to make those moves in the draft, but I have not even, I'm not going to lie. I'm not looking at players right now. Usually I am by now. I don't care about who's coming out of the draft right now. I really don't. I'm sorry. I don't care about the draft right now. I'm focused on the players that we have right now. I'm focused on the Minnesota game and I'm focused on the playoffs. I'm sorry, MSU Detroit fan. I'm going to be negative about the draft too. I'm not talking about it. That's it. Draft talk over right there. Okay, easy Lions minute. Rick, I'd say Bugs is above average nose tackle. He takes up space and doesn't give ground. What more can you ask for? No, he's not Aaron Donald, but the defense looks different when he's not in. And I completely agree. Easy Lions minute. He brings a different edge to that defense. You know, when he's out there, I don't know if he's getting on guys, you know, giving those pep talks that he gives pregame and whatnot, just getting them fired up. But there does seem to be something different about the defense when he's out there. He's not particularly making a ton of big plays when he's out there. We looked at this earlier this year just because of, you know, um, the, the defense looked like they were producing better when he was out there. But then somebody pointed out to me, they're like, well, he really hasn't been that productive and he hasn't played that many snaps when he's active. But he makes some kind of difference to this defense. And it's obvious when he's in the lineup. The defense plays better. An MSU fan, I was not trying to be rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> when I was just talking about bugs there, I did think a little bit about your question. I want Cooper DeGene. How about that? I'll answer one draft question right there. At cornerback, you want to talk corner, I want Cooper DeGene from Iowa. Another Iowa boy. There you go, MSU fan. I talked a little bit of draft. I'm sorry for getting so negative at you. No more draft talk, Cooper DeGene. All right. John... Peterson asks, James Houston playing Sunday. No, um, it's not looking that way. Dan Campbell said that he does want to get CJ Gardner-Johnson snaps. CJ Gardner-Johnson did post an Instagram post saying it's time. He's been kind of posting these cryptic stories saying that he's coming back and all that, but it's time. Dan Campbell talked about it. He says he wants to get him snaps. Same with Aleem McNeil. Aleem McNeil is back this week. Expect Aleem and C.J. Gardner-Johnson to play against the Minnesota Vikings. I'm kind of all over the place here because I'm going to get back to the game that we just played. But as far as injuries go, 
people coming off the IR. They don't expect Houston to play this week. They do expect him to be back first round of the playoffs. I don't know if it's more of a precautionary thing or just getting his wind back about him. You know, just get him more back into football shape. But the word on the street is he is trending more towards not playing. There is a possibility he still does play, but it's looking more so as that he's not going to play. But we do get C.J. Gardner-Johnson and Aline McNeil back this week, which is big time. Rick Grit, he's not the one I would have waived, but it's not a major loss. I yeah, it's not it's not it's not a ma- major major loss. Not not really. No, he is a vocal leader. I feel like he does make a difference in the locker room. He's a locker room guy. Maybe not though. Maybe that's why they got rid of him. <laughs> Maybe he's sorry. I'm trying to hold back a sneeze. Maybe he is. A guy kind of going against the grain in the locker room and causing some problems. Who knows? We don't know. We're not in there. We're not in there all the time. We don't see what's going on. I know Bugs, like we said, he gets the guys pumped up, but I would rather have Aleem McNeil in there. I'll just say that. Okay. So if it was Aleem or him, I you know, <laughs> it's an obvious choice there. Easy Lions minute. Benito actually loses ground and Aleem shoots gaps. It works great at times and pass rush situations, but not consistently agree there. You easy lions minute also says, I think it's just the fact that he takes up space and blockers pounds can move freely without getting hit. Oh, linebackers can move freely. I don't know. I said pounds. I just read that. I'm, I'm in work mode right now. I saw the LBS. I work with pounds and stuff. you know, that's how it goes. But, uh, and tires out all linemen faster. Yeah, I agree. So I think it's time if you want to get a big body in there, we have to play Broderick Martin this week. It's, you know, it's the last week of the season. Get the rookie in there. See what he can do for real. You know, this game doesn't mean much. It looks like we're going to be locked into the three seed. There is a possibility we get the two seed, so we do need to go out there and play. But if you're going to get rid of bugs, do not healthy scratch Broderick Martin this year. Get the rook in there. Get the big body guy in there and see what he can do. That's all I'm saying. I'd also like to see Antoine Green out there at the wide receiver spot. But let's let I'm jumping all over the place from where I was actually going to go today. And it's okay. You guys are going off. We got a lot to talk about. But before I get too far, I do want to talk about the one thing that has just been. I have to get it off my chest. I have not been able to talk to it about a lot of people. So. I'm just going to talk about it real quick, and then we're going to move on because I don't want to address it too much. I like to stay positive. But this this weekend was an absolute screw job, and I'm going to talk about it only because it's going to segue into where I'm going next. But th- this weekend, I, I just I just cannot believe what happened in Dallas once again. Um, it was heartbreaking, tragic. Whatever you want to call it, it was a screw job. We should have won, should have, could have, would have. I don't want to be those that type of dude. Um, but this this play call absolutely impacted the outcome of the game, or not the play call, the the refs, the refs flag, absolutely impacted the outcome of the game. Now I saw Dallas fans arguing the tripping outcome. You know that that would have sealed the game if they would have called that. Well, there was a holding on the touchdown that they threw and Barnes missed the tackle. There was pass interference. We could go tit for tat all day. But that call by the refs at the end of the game was one of the worst I've ever seen. And once again, a historically bad call from the officiating crew 
against the Lions. I mean, we have a highlight reel of them now, and we've had them. You can go check them out if you want. They're all over the place. I don't suggest doing it. It's depressing as hell. But we've just added another highlight to the Lions getting screwed by the refs, and this one might be the worst. It's right up there with the playoff game in Dallas where they picked up the flag on the defensive pass interference against Pettigrew. Matthew Stafford lost his mind. I lost my mind. We could have won it off of that. It's right up there with the Calvin Johnson against the Bears where he caught the touchdown but tried to get up with the ball and the ball slipped out of his head, whatever. He didn't complete the process. It was a catch. We got a rule change because of that. But this one's right up there. And uh, I don't have, I have a lot to say, but I'll just leave it at this instead of using other choice words. Brad Allen, you're an idiot and you suck. And I hope that you that you get fired. You're not going to. I thought that they were going to downgrade him and his crew from not being able to ref in the playoffs. But it looks like they're blaming the Lions players on this, the NFL is. So screw you, NFL, for that as well. And um, yeah, Brad Allen and his crew are going to get another primetime game. They're getting the Ravens and Steelers game this week. So NFL don't care. But I'll say this. Now that I'm done with my rant on the refs, and yes, it was an absolute screw job to me. We could have won that game without that, and we should have. And I'm and I'm done with the coulda, shoulda, woulda, whatever. Yes, we got screwed at the end, but the Lions had their opportunities to win that game outside of that last play. So we got we to gotta move on from it. We can let it fuel us. Yeah, we can have that controlled fury. We're all, we're all octane right now, baby, as Dan Campbell would say. But let this... Rage, build up, control it like Dan Campbell said. Let's move forward and let's just pound teams from here on out. But we we could have we could have won this game before that play. Barnes had a mute, huge missed tackle, a sack that would have been a safety. I don't know what the hell he was doing there. He kind of, he went and tried to hit him like that. I don't even know what that is. Wrap up, bring him to the ground. Come on, Barnes. I know he's kicking himself over that. But that is that was a huge play right there that would have had a point swing. Um, Goff threw two picks. The last one was at a terrible time. Right there, we go down in March. Score a touchdown there. Could be different. Could be different. We'll see. You know, we, we won't see. We could have saw. Um, you know, we couldn't convert third and short for the life of us on the ground. We kept giving it to Gibbs, which is fine. I like Gibbs. But I think in more of those situations, we needed to give give it to Monty. Their defensive line was playing pretty well against the short run on those situations. And our offensive line just needed to step it up. They were looking soft, a lot softer than they normally do. And uh, I didn't understand that. You know, I don't understand how other teams who have a weaker offensive line than us and a weaker run game we're able to control that Dallas defensive line and the defense in general and whoop them. Um, I thought that we would be able to do that all day, and we weren't. They were ready for it. That was another key factor. Uh, many other reasons as well. You know, the JMO, huge play. I loved it. Goff hit him in stride. I wish JMO was able to break away and get a touchdown. 
because we were only able to get three out of that. And then, of course, early on in the game, Dan Campbell didn't take the three points. Maybe that makes a difference. But there were many other, many other issues that game that we should have capitalized on that would have won us the game. Regardless, yes, impressive drive at the end of the game to get down there with that much time left. Way to come back. It was a legal play. We scored. We should have won. Shoulda, coulda, woulda, but now we got to move it, move past it, put it, put it behind us. It is what it is. It is what it is. There were some positives from the game. I'll get to that, and then I will get to your comments. I see y'all going off, which I love. But, yeah, you know, the positives, defense looked looked a lot better. Um Dallas is usually giving up or not giving up averaging 40 points at home. And we held them to pretty to almost half of what they usually put up at home. So that's good. Hutch had two sacks. Uh, the CD fumble on the goal line was huge for us. If Fatu Melanfawu once again, coming up with a pick and having a good game. If he's really moving along, but I hate that we lost this game. I hate the way that it ended. We just got to move on. It's tough to. It's tough to with the history that we've had in Detroit and all the screw jobs that have happened. You know, I saw Glover Quinn going off about it saying, why does Detroit always have to settle? And why does Detroit always have to be okay with what's going on? Why is it just like, well, it's the Lions. They'll get over it. They'll be fine. No, we won't. It's happened way too much. We're not letting this go. And I hope to God, I don't care where it's at. Dallas, Detroit, I don't care. I hope we get past that first round. And I hope we see the Cowboys. I hope we see them in the playoffs. I don't care where it's at. I don't care who's refing. I hope we see them. And I'll leave it at that. But yeah. let's. Uh, Dan Campbell doesn't want to talk about it. So let's leave it in the past. I'm going to move on with controlled fury. Talk some playoff talk. After I get to the comments over here, I see y'all going off. And yeah, I, I want to address it. I want to see what the people have to say. I got to move up for this. Wow. Uh, you guys are really going off. Okay. Here we go. Fresh and fly. Should we rest instead of playing the final game of the season? Or try to keep momentum in preparation for the playoffs. We can talk about that right now. We can talk. Actually, I'm going to come back to that question. I'm going to come back to that fresh and fly. I don't. I'm not going to forget about you. I'm just going to. I see a few questions first coming in that were that I was just talking about the game. We're going to get back to the starters though. Great question. MSU Detroit fan with Iffy breaking out and Brian Branch and Kirby Joseph all playing good. Should the Lions look at bringing back CJGJ? They're doing it. They're doing it. He's coming back this week. And yeah, I think that they have a plan for it. I was kind of questioning this last week and the week before. What's the plan? Who are, who are we going to bench? Um, I think that they're going to they're gonna do some different packages. I think that maybe we'll see some guys move around. Um, I, I did see, you know, earlier on in the season when C.J. Gardner-Johnson was there, we did have Branch out there at the cornerback position, you know, flanked out wide covering the number one and number two receivers a few times. I don't know if he's necessarily built for that all game long, 
But we'll see what happens. I, I think that they have a plan for this. And yeah, he's coming back this week. He's back. Rick Grit, we have no clue what goes on in the locker room other than what they show us post-game. Yeah, we're talking about bugs. You are right. MSU Detroit fan, also when it comes to resting starters for me, I would play them for the entire first half, depending on what the halftime score is, then decide to start pulling the starters. Okay, we're, we're just going to get into it since I, there's two questions there. There's two questions, one from Fresh and Fly, one from MSU Detroit fan, both on resting starters or playing starters moving forward. Since we do have it locked up, we're in the playoffs. We won the division, of course, and it's looking like we're going to be the number three seed. There is a possibility that we get that number two seed. So I do say, me personally, I would start the, the starters, see how the game goes. Because if we win... Dallas loses and Philly loses, we still get the number two seed. Now, it is kind of far-fetched because Dallas is playing the Commanders, which, you know, they played tough, and maybe the Commanders want to be a spoiler. They don't want to go out weak. If they do lose, they do get a good draft pick, though. So they might be tanking. And then, of course, Philly has the Giants. Philly did just lose to the Cardinals. So, you know, anything can happen. It's any given Sunday. You just never know. No matter what, we need to go take care of business. And with the playoff implications, with seating still in place, I would say definitely start the starters. I agree with MSU fan, Detroit fan. And if the game is going well for us, if we're up, you know, two, I would say even two scores at half, maybe bring in Teddy, you know, let him get one last little half game at least before he retires against the team that drafted him. And see if he can go out there and do some work against them. But uh, that's just how I feel going into this game. I would personally start everybody. You know, maybe not JMO. JMO is day-to-day, for those of you who are wondering. He did not play the rest of the game after he had that little ankle tweak against Dallas. But JMO's day-to-day. He's he's looking, he's going to be fine for the playoffs, is what Dan Campbell's saying. But I would personally rest JMO. Other than that, you know, anybody who's banged up, anybody who's questionable, who needs a rest week, maybe let them. But anybody who's ready to go, Goff, get them out there. The running backs, yes. Amon Rase Brown, yes. The, the offensive line, yes. We, we need to at least start them. We need to have that momentum going forward. We can't stall now. We can't put on the brakes. I know we want to be healthy going into the playoffs, and hopefully we are. But we cannot put on the brakes. You got to play aggressive. You got to play for that number two seed. Because you never know what happens. Like I said. That's just how I feel about it. How do you guys feel about it? Do you think that we should start all the starters? Do you think they should come out at any point of the game? Or do you think they should play the whole game? If it's a close game, let them play the whole game like I said. But I feel like if they're up a few scores, bring in some of the backups. Rest some of the starters. Let's go into the playoffs healthy. But start the starters. How do you guys feel? How are y'all feeling about that? All right. We are going to move on to some more comments. Easy Lions Minute says, Fresh, I think I'm a fan of resting. Give these guys who haven't had a chance some game time action. But if Goss says he wants to play, sorry, Hooker, we rolling with Jay. JG. That's right. And that's another thing. So a lot of people want Hooker to play if Goff rests. 
I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I think that they would give it to Teddy uh, just because he's retiring after this season. He's already made it clear and he's playing against the team that drafted him. Like I said, I think that they would give it to Teddy over hooker, maybe play Teddy for a quarter, maybe play Hendon hooker for a quarter. That's how I see them going with it. I would personally like to see Hendon hooker get some snaps if they are going to rest JG. But I, like you said, I think golf's going to want to go. And I think that we should play the starters for just a little bit, if not the whole game. Protect them. But let, we got to keep this train rolling. We got to keep it rolling. Rick Grit, or Hatter's House, here we go, says, Yeah, that wasn't a judgment call. It was a procedure call, and the Lions follow procedure. And I believe that we are talking about bugs there. I'm not sure. We, we're we backed up in the comments. That's all I know, and I'm trying to get to them all here. Okay. Uh, here we go. Rick Grit says, you talking about the hold on CD's touchdown or one of the other 500 holds they missed? Yeah. Well, th there was one clears. I mean, there was a ton of clears day ones, but they could have called that one. I mean, they held Jack Campbell. He, he was right here. There was, there was a ton of holdings. You are correct, but Dallas Cowboys fans are saying, well, that's we got this. Yeah, shut up. You know, we don't care. Our penalties against us were way worse. They, it, Yeah, we don't care. We don't care because you're right. There was so many other missed calls against us. But yeah, whatever. MSU Detroit fan. I guess the missed delay of game call against Baltimore in 2021. But that was more of an after the game realization. Yeah, that was a pretty bad call by the refs as well. We're back on the refs. I see that the, the comments are a little, you know. I'm just coming back to him, so I'm sorry. I'm going back over old topics here that I already talked about. Easy Lions Minute. Seems like they knew 68 was eligible, not 70, but they call 70 on the PA for the sound bite and call the flag on the Lions convert. Yeah, I think it was all conspiracy. Investigate it. I want to hear the mic'd up. I know Josh Reynolds was mic'd up, so he wasn't over there. I know they got more mics out there. I want to hear it. Release. The audio NFL D seven, seven Mac. Our day is on its way. We're going to get what belongs to us. I agree. I feel like this last game only feels that fire and we're going to be even stronger moving forward. Goff said it earlier on in the season. I think after the chiefs game, you know, we're, we're built to play anywhere, put us anywhere and feel We feel like we can win that game. And I love that mentality and I feel it and I feel it even more after this loss that we sh that I feel like, you know, we had the win. A lot of people are feeling like we won this game even though we lost. Doesn't show that on the record. But even though we didn't get the two seed and it did screw up our chances for the one seed and all this stuff, I think this puts a little bit more of a chip on the shoulder of this team. And maybe it was a good thing for them. Maybe this fires them up even more. And we are going to go in there and just wreck havoc from here on out. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping comes out of this last game. Syndicate Lions fan. Love that name. Goff is that guy. Yes, he is. Does he deserve an extension? I asked non-Lions fans on Facebook this week that just to see their reaction. And we'll get into it. I want to see what you guys say first. Does Goff deserve an extension? Last game of the season is next week. Did he do enough this season? I know we got the playoffs. I know people want to see a playoff win before we extend Goff. But what do you think? Does Goff get the extension? Did he already earn it? Did he already earn it? 
D77 Matt, greetings, Nick. Greetings to you as well. We already talked a little bit over here, but yeah, greetings. Welcome back. Check six. Can't beat Brad and Dwayne. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Keep the comments coming. D77 Mac was Stafford that guy? Stafford was that guy in certain ways, but Stafford is not our guy anymore. But we may need to see Stafford again and lay the smackdown on Stafford. You know, I was a Stafford fan when he was here, but he's gone now. Now I'm a golf guy. Goff's my guy. You know, we moved on. I'm on to the next. Stafford's been gone enough years. Thank you for the time you've in Detroit. Thank you for what you did. You know, couldn't get a playoff win. That's okay. We got golf now. I'm good with golf. No disrespect to Stafford, though. But I'm 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 happy with golf now. Easy Lions minute. We have an outside rushing attack. Dallas is weak up the middle. Yeah, we did we did well against Dallas this week. I feel like with our pass rush, you know, we're we're running a bunch of different schemes. We're blitzing a bunch of different guys. But Hutch got in there, got two sacks. I was really happy to see that. We we're bringing the pressure. We got to continue to do this. I think we do. I want to see more Bruce Irvin. He was in there, but I want to see him get to the quarterback more. I can't wait for Houston to come back like we talked about earlier. It doesn't look like he's coming back this week, but in the playoffs, he's going to make a difference. C.J. Gardner-Johnson coming back, he's going to blitz the quarterback. we got to continue to send Iffy. we got to continue to send Branch. We're looking a lot better out there. I hope I'm not jinxing it, but we got to continue to stay aggressive, and this defense is looking a lot better. They have ramped it up, and I'm loving it. MSU Detroit fan. Yeah, when it comes to those short yard plays, they should have Monty in if they're going to run it. I think, and I agree, yeah. Monty, he was starting to roll there in the second half, too. We needed to feed him more. I think we were trying to pass it a little too much. I don't understand how we weren't able to control that game on the ground. You know, Lawrence was coming up with a huge game. He was just getting through, and our guard play was terrible. Jonah Jackson, what the heck, man? What the heck? Just uncharacteristic. I just was not liking what I saw out of him that game. But I guess everybody has their games. He needs to step it up moving forward. Monty is the pound guy, like you said. I think they were trying to catch him off guards a little bit. Gibbs can be explosive. They were probably hoping he was going to break something big there that they would try and stuff the run and he would be able to get out and go for a big, big, big time play. But yeah, I, I don't know what the what the logic was there. I'm with you there, MSU Detroit fan. Ryan says, we are going to face Green, Green Bay, not the Rams. Very possible. Very possible. And um, that's who it's coming down to. It's coming down to Green Bay or the Rams. And these are the scenarios right here. Yeah, Detroit to, or devoted to Detroit. Thank you for tweeting this today. I, I could have picked anybody who posted this, but I'm picking devoted to Detroit. You know, if the Packers win against the Bears and the Rams lose against the 49ers, the Lions would host the Packers. And from what I hear, the Rams are going to rest some starters. They're already in the playoffs. I think that they're resting guys. So not looking good. Maybe the Niners rest guys too. Who knows? They're already clinched in the number one. They don't need to play anybody. So they probably rest guys too. But if the Packers lose against the Bears and the Lions, then the Lions would host the Rams, regardless if they win or lose against the Niners. 
So there's the playoff scenario on who we are going to play. Now that's if we get the light, the three seed. Now if we get the two seed, which is unlikely, it would be vice versa. You know, we we either way. Well, the Packers could miss the playoffs potentially. They could still miss the playoffs. So if we get the two seed, maybe we get Seattle. Maybe we get Atlanta. Still possible. <laughs> no, they're they're gonna get the division if anything. But um, I'm saying. There's a possibility that we still get the two seed and we can play somebody else. But more than likely, the highest chances of the teams that we're going to play are the Packers or the Rams. And Ryan did point out that it's more likely we'll play the Packers. But who do you think, who would you rather play? Would you rather play the Rams or the Packers? To me, it doesn't matter who we play. We can't be scared now. It's the playoffs, baby. You're going to play some good teams. And either way, Jeremy Reisman pointed this out. He does the whole DVOA. He loves that. And if you follow that, those standings and those stats and whatnot, then the Packers and the Rams both have a top five passing attack this year, which if you look at our season, doesn't bode well for us. But I think we're getting better. We're getting a lot more pass rush which does help the secondary we're also getting cj gardner johnson back so i think that's going to help out the secondary big time vildor has actually been stepping it up there at corner he did give up that big play to cd this last game but it should have never even he should have never been put in that situation Dak should have been sacked in the end zone but the secondary is kind of stepping it up a little bit jerry jacobs fell off a little bit but uh you know, we've been stepping it up. C.J. Gardner-Johnson is going to help, but don't be scared. Don't be scared. We can be nervous. There's going to be natural nerves when we play that playoff game. But don't be scared. Ain't no time to get scared. We're here now. If you're scared, go to church. But we're going to have that chip on our shoulder. Ford Field's going to be rocking. And I absolutely believe we can beat either one of these teams. Yes, the Packers beat us. Yes, we beat them. This one would solidify who the better team is this year. The Rams, of course. We got the storyline with Stafford. We got the storyline with Goff and McVay. But I don't care either way. I, I think we can handle both teams at home. Even though we lost to the Packers at home. I feel like we can win either one of those games. I'm not scared. I'm not scared and you shouldn't be either. And I know the Lions aren't scared. I know they're ready. So let's do this thing. All right. Going to move on. Here we go. Rick says not a golf hater, but J-Mo had to slow way down to catch that ball. Their timing is still off. To me, I need to go back and watch that because I thought that that was on stride. I thought that that was actually one where he hit J-Mo in stride to where J-Mo didn't have to stop his route. But I, you know, I was so furious with other things. I didn't, I didn't even go back and watch this game a second time this week. Normally, I watch it at least a second time, even with the loss. Normally, with the loss, it's max two times. With the win, I'll watch it over and over and over again. But this time, I did not go back and watch it. I didn't want to see the screw job over again. So I didn't see that particularly, but I thought that he actually did hit him in stride. I could definitely be wrong there. I'll go back and watch it. But I thought he did much better there. But still, timing could get better. I think they're still coming along, but the chemistry is is definitely moving in the positive direction between Goff and J-Mo. Still, 
I wish Jameis would have scored a touchdown there. So maybe he, maybe he didn't hit him in stride. I got to go back and watch it. Got to go back and watch it. MSU Detroit fan, yeah, I want revenge against the Cowboys this year, not next year. Same. Talking about that playoffs. I want to see him. I want to see him this year. Easy Lions minute. MSU, I look at Gibbs and Monty as swift, like light and swift heavy. Maul was a technician whose footwork hasn't really been matched. He could really use his blocker as well. Well, you know, I think that Montgomery does bring that power too. I think that Montgomery has good footwork, and I think that Gibbs has great footwork. Um, I think Montgomery is more patient. We saw that in this game. He let the blocks kind of set themselves up, and then he goes. Gibbs didn't really have that time on, on some of the times, but he needs to be a little bit more patient maybe. I don't know. Jamal Williams worked out well for us last year. He's definitely ma- missing his blockers because he has not been doing anything this year. No disrespect to Maul, but I am much happier with our running back duo this year over Gibbs and Williams. I like I like Monty and I like Gibbs. I like that duo a lot better. I did love Swift and Maul. Don't get me wrong. Maul was definitely a big-time locker room guy. Set that franchise record, tied it, of the touchdowns. Loved his dances. Swift couldn't stay healthy, but look at the year he's having this year. But I do like Monty and Gibbs a little bit more. That's just me. That's just me. Rick Grit. We're facing the Rams in round one, Ryan. That's all but set already. Yeah, that's what uh, Grid's been saying over here on the, uh, you know, when he goes live. He's saying that it's already rigged. He's saying that the script is already set and sewn and he's seen it and that we're playing the Rams and that Dallas is playing the Packers because, you know, it's going to get good ratings and I would not be surprised if that happens. But either way, I'm not scared. Hatter's House says, I want to beat Green Bay. Revenge for 94 playoff game. Okay. Then Dallas revenge for 2014 and this year and this year. But yeah, we can go out there and either way you look at it, we're, we're going to have to face some demons and we can be the brand new lions and put our history in the past this year. This year we have the chance to do it. Either way you look at it. We face the Rams. We're burying Stafford and McVay. We face the Packers. You got the revenge game from way back in the day. You face Dallas. We got a few things against them. So I love the scenario no matter what. And we can go in there and rewrite history. I know that they don't care. This team right now does not care about what happened in the past to, to the Detroit Lions teams. They want to rewrite, they want to write their own story, and that's what they're doing. And I love the chance. I love that we have the chance to do that this year to face our demons, and to bury them, baby. Let's go. D77Max says, cool hatter's house. Okay. <laughs> check check six. Hate suspended for ACC for unethical officiating. Brad Allen's goon. Yeah, um, I don't, I just, I just don't know if the NFL will take that, like, will go that far as to, sus- to suspending referees or to fining them. They should. They should find them. If the, if the players are going to get fined for these weak little soft hits that used to be a part of the game, that are a part of the game that you just can't avoid, then the refs need to be fined for being idiots, okay? Brad Allen is a goof. He's an idiot. 
He needs to be held accountable. Get him out of the NFL. Go to the United Football League. Try it out there. But get the hell out of the NFL. Sorry. <laughs> MSU Detroit fan. Gibbs Monty is much better running duo than Mullen Swift. I'm just using the old guys as an example since we need to use Monty with those short yards. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Way to clarify. Way to clarify. Oh, man. I am so far behind on <laughs> these comments. Let's get to them. Let's get them all in. The, late, the least the NFL can do is some way punish this ref, a fine suspension, even firing possible. I wish that they would. I don't see it happening. I think they're blaming the Lions on this, which is terrible. I, I, can't, I can't believe it. But they, they need to hold them accountable. Brad Allen, I hate you. Don't ever come to Detroit. I swear. All right. <laughs> Easy Lions minute. MSU, I was doubtful early, but I think I do agree. Maul added to Monty. And Gibbs would be crazy, though, I think. But that's alternate universe stuff. Yes, that is alternate universe stuff. It, it's like the Minnesota Vikings fan, you know. If Kirk Cousins, if Hawkinson. No. <laughs> All right. Grit, grit. We're going to be the three seed. The NFL will not have it any other way. If the Rams are stuck at six, we're stuck at three. Stafford versus Goff. It's a lock. And, I'm, and I can't wait for it. Either way, Packers or Rams. I said it I said it a few weeks ago when everybody was scared of the Rams and that they were getting hot. I don't care if they're hot. They got to lose sometimes. We were facing a red-hot Broncos team, and look what we did to them. Okay? We're ready for them. Come on, Stafford. Come back to Detroit. Get this ass whooping. All right? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Check six. NFL pays them to screw teams. Ask Chiefs, Eagles, and others. They leave a trail of tears. They do. They do. It's a conspiracy. I don't know if you saw Golden Tate. He tweeted right after the game. Jerry Jones made that same call he did back when they picked up that flag in Dallas in the playoffs. Golden Tate knows what's going on. It's a screw job. But we're past it. We're past it. Lions mania. Don't bench them all. Talking about the starters. I agree with you. I agree with you. D77 Mac. Take care, y'all. Go Lions. Good to see you. Glad you were in here. We'll see you next week, hopefully. Love to see you in the chat, as always. Lions mania. We need to have some playing experience before that. Get, get like a week and a half off. They need to be active, if you know what I mean. We need to have some playing experience before that. Okay. I'm not sure if I understand the question that you're asking. Maybe you're talking about resting some guys. I don't know. Rephrase that maybe. I'll try to understand. I'll try to come back. I'll try to come back. I'm sorry, Lions Mania. Sometimes text can, you know, can get misspelled. So I'm sorry that I didn't understand. Check six. Favre Rogers. Goof hooker. <laughs> I think you mean golf. Slow development. Okay. Okay. Maybe you don't like golf. Maybe you don't like golf. But what do we feel? I asked earlier, does golf. Oh, here we go. We're getting to the extensions. Here we go. We're getting to the extension, and I want to know. I want to know. Do you feel like golf deserves the extension? Joseph, bong hits all around. We got this. <laughs> all right, Joseph, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with that. I'm with that. Pro 420, okay? Rick Ray, Nick, I'm going to start calling you mustard. You're always trying to catch up <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> 
Carney dad joke. That was funny though. That was funny. Yeah. I know I like to get my my points across before I get in here. But you guys are going off today and I love it. But I do always like to at least get everybody's comment here. And I'm sorry if I don't. It, I'm just going off of what it's showing me. But I do want to make sure I get to everybody's comment. Check six, Detroit versus everybody and everybody knows. Yep, that's how it just goes. Syndicate Lions fan says no extension. Okay, so Syndicate Lions fan, I want to know where we go with this forward. Is it Hendon Hooker? Is he our future? Do we draft another quarterback in this draft right here? Or do we get somebody who's going to be available? I don't know who's going to be available. Russell Wilson will be available, but I personally keep golf. But I just want to know, for the people who don't want to extend golf, what do you plan? What is your plan? What would you like to do at quarterback moving forward? Joseph says, um, extend. Yeah, like it, like it's like it's a no-brainer. I'm uh I'm with it. I'm with it. Syndicate Balding Network. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. Um I don't know what that emoji is. Hey, how's it going? How's it going, Syndicate Balding Network? Easy Lions Minute. Nick getting saucy, Rick, another dad joke. Yeah, I'm I'm getting saucy. I'm with the mustard. I'm okay. <laughs> Rick Grit, that yeah, cracking up. That was funny. That was funny. That was a good dad joke. I will give you that. Hatter's house. Ben Johnson play calling was bad most of the game. Once again, does he deserve a head coaching job? Um, I think he did dial up good plays there for that last drive. Maybe if Goff doesn't throw that pick on the outside there with six minutes left. Maybe he has another brilliant drive. But, yeah, for the most part, I did not like his play calling. I didn't like the situational calls. I didn't. I didn't. I, I'll agree with you there, Hatter's House. I didn't like Ben Johnson's play calling. And for the most part, this whole year, I've been pretty questionable about his play calling compared to what it was last year. He's had a few good games. He definitely has, don't get me wrong. But he hasn't been that, that genius that we've all been expecting him to be all year long. Lions mania, the Rams personally is what he would like, or they would like. Sorry, I don't know. I'm assuming he. Lions mania says, but I don't really bother. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. It is who it is. We'll take who we get. We're winning no matter what. John Peterson, don't care who we play. Lions mania says, I mean, a Stafford versus Goff matchup would be pretty sweet, but I'll, I'll take on whoever. I think we're all feeling this. Easy Lions minute. Hatter's not wrong there. Lots of questionable plays at time. Talking about Ben Johnson. Yeah. he's He's been questionable. He really has. So, you know, I don't know. If he moves on, he, he moves on, I guess. We can get somebody else in there. And if he's not our offensive coordinator next year, which is a discussion for at the end of the season, but I'll just say if we get a new offensive coordinator after this year, then get somebody who knows how to call plays with speed guys because <laughs> we got Jamo and Gibbs and I'm talking like how Miami does it over there. We could put up some big points. Okay. Anyways, moving on Hatter's house Packers to get revenge from 94 for full circle would love it. MSU Detroit fan, a playoff game against either LA or Green Bay. I can see that storyline for both LA for golf Green Bay last home playoff game for the Lions was against Green Bay. Yeah, I, I I'm with it either way. Let's let's just go out there and take biz, take care of business. Hatter's house. We need to be aggressive on first down versus teams that blitz and load the box early, like Dallas. 100. We were shooting ourselves in the foot. We'd run on first down. 
you know, these just obvious runs and we get stuffed, go to second and 13. Then we're looking at a tough situation or we get a penalty. Then we're looking at second and 20 or second and 15. And we were really just, you know, putting ourselves in bad situations right after first down. I can't agree. I couldn't agree more with you on getting more aggressive on first down there moving forward. Lions mania are the Seahawks eliminated Seahawks eliminated from playoff contention. They are not. They need the Packers to lose. They need to win. Seahawks can still make the playoffs. Um, I think that's the, the scenario that they need. They need to win. Packers need to lose. And then it could be the Seahawks. But it's, you know, Packers playing the Bears. Bears are not a pushover, though, anymore. And they already got the number one pick with, with the Panthers, you know, their pick. So maybe they play, try and play hard. Maybe they want to go out on a high note. I could see them beating the Packers and sending the Packers home again. But, you know, if Seattle loses, Packers in. All right. Here we go. MSU, Detroit fan. Not yet. Seattle's still alive, but their chances are very slim. Yes, that is correct. Easy Lions minutes. Sorry. Arlington's screw job, too. Yep. they We get screwed every single time we go to Dallas, it seems like. Syndicate Lions fan. Goff can't throw in stride. He's consistently throwing behind his receivers. Goff equals bum. I wouldn't call him a bum. I think he's done a lot here. He won a division championship. Uh, he's a good game manager. Game manager, you know, Cam Newton called him that. He did have some really bad, costly throws here, though. This past game, specifically throwing behind, and they they ended up being picks. Some of them, um, but you know, behind Laporta. And one of them could have been a first down. I think that's the one that got picked as well. Uh, the touch, you know, the second, the third two-point conversion attempt to James Mitchell. I, James Mitchell. I don't know if he gets in, but if you throw him in stride and you hit him outside, maybe he gets in. It was behind him. Now, those were bad bad throws. Goff does have some slump games. But, but who do we go with? Who do we go with from here? You're saying Hendon Hooker? Is Hendon Hooker... RQB of the future because, you know, you look at these other quarterbacks around the league. Golf has had a much better year than the majority of the quarterbacks in the NFL. I know he does sometimes, you know, he's not hitting the guys in stride. He does have great chemistry with Amon Ross St. Brown, but he does enough to win these games and he does more than enough to win these games. A lot of the times, yes, he does have his weaknesses, but every quarterback does. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's not Patrick Mahomes. But he, but he he is he is a good quarterback in this league. He's he's definitely not a bum. Not to me. I would give him a 2-year extension. That's just what I'm saying. 2 to 3 years, nothing more. Develop Hooker, maybe get another quarterback to develop and then move on. But I I I do think that Goff did enough. Especially if we win a playoff game. I think we extend the man. That's just me. I don't think he's a bum by any means. I don't think he's the best quarterback, but number do, numbers don't lie. He's top five, top 10 once again this year. Syndicate Lions fan, below average QB with great receivers and good O-line. There is an argument there. Good, good in the system, but he's doing what he needs to with this system. You know, you can put him in. 
other systems, and he's and he's not going to do as well. I I would agree with that, but I think that he's good for the Lions, and I I would definitely not call him a bum. I would just say that. Check six, me too. Gibbs and Demo. Check six also says Detroit versus anybody, not everybody. Willie, good to see you in here. As Cowboys fan, I feel your Lions. After going for it, y'all should have just kicked it and went to overtime. Yeah, um, there's a lot of arguments for that as well. Uh, Dan Campbell had already told the boys, once you get down there, we're going for the win. So that's in their mindset, and Dan sticks to his word. He, you know, he, he'll he live and die by his word, and that's what he did. He went out there. And he stuck to his guns. It didn't end up working out. Yes, maybe after the first failed attempt, we should have kicked a field goal or maybe the second one. But he's got big balls. And I feel, I I agree with it. Go for the win. You already got a playoff spot locked up. Might as well try to get the W right there. Who knows if we even win that game once you go into overtime. You're risking more injury after that. So I'll agree with him on this one. He did say if they got outside of the 10, which they were really close to because they were on the 7, that they would have kicked it. And then I forget who it was. Some radio guy this morning called the move reckless and said it to Dan's face. And I don't know if you heard the interview, but they were kind of beating around the bush. And then Dan goes, say it. Say what you want to say. He goes, I'm on the radio. Say what you need to say and say it how you mean it. Then they told him that it was reckless. And he said, thank you. But he still would have went for it regardless. So Dan Campbell is going to Dan Campbell. A lot of people would would agree with you there that we should have probably kicked the extra point once we didn't get the two-point conversion that we actually did get. And you know we did. You know we did as a Cowboys fan. You know we did. <laughs> but, yeah, there is an argument for that. Willie or Easy Lion Minute says, Willie, why kick it when they were able to draw Micah off sides? They could have taken the penalty and kicked had he not done that. Yeah, you're right. You're right there. And once after that penalty, you know, then then I agree with you. Check six, my my goof on golf. <laughs> okay, okay. Fresh and fly. And we are almost caught up in these comments. Just here we go. Just let Goff and Hooker duke it out for the QB1 spot and only extend Goff for another year so he gets beat. He can be a backup or trade him. Okay. People are are ready to move on from Goff even though he's done well this year. Rick Grit, not concerned about losing Ben Johnson. If he goes, he goes. I'm kind of starting to feel the same way. Earlier in the season, I was like, please, Ben, stay. But now I'm just like. What are you doing, bro? Come on. (laughs) All right, Willie, easy Lions minute. I think 68 had two calls, but the refs called what he thought, but we had the same thing happen to us on the Dez catch. I don't want to hear about your history. I'm sorry. Go go check out our highlight reel on the refs killing us. All right. Easy Lions minute, Willie. I for sure question the Dez call. Yeah, and I, I will too. I, I have a friend who's a diehard Cowboys fan, and he constantly still brings up Dez caught it. He constantly hashtags that every time they play the Packers. He'll he'll comment that to Packers fans, which I think is hilarious. John says we lose our DC OC. We get any compensation? I do believe that we get um some kind of compensatory pick for that. 
I have not looked into that too much, but I do believe we do. So, you know, they can both walk. <laughs> but good point there, John. Way to point that out. MSU, and that's Pops to me. That's my grandpa. MSU Detroit fan, the Lions' last win against the Cowboys on the road was in 2011, and that was when the Lions famously came back from... Sorry, I just lost it. From a 27-3 hole in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I remember that, and that was an amazing game. I loved it. I loved it. I would love to see not that kind of comeback happen again, but I would love to go and beat Dallas. We got to rewrite history. We got to rewrite history. Joseph, QB's tough to figure out. Golf is the best minus Stafford. I've only been watching since the 70s, though. Yeah, he's he's been great for this team. So I think it'd be hard to move on. But at the same time, he's definitely got questions. He's definitely got questions. Check six. Golf today and tomorrow. Hook will be developed like Rodgers to be great. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. MSU Detroit fans, the Lions' last win over the Cowboys. We just talked about that. was In 2013, that was Stafford's fake spike game. That was in Detroit, though, correct? Yes, and I, that was maybe my favorite Stafford game of all time, That or that favorite Stafford moment. That's one of my favorite Detroit Lions moments. I absolutely love that. That was one of the best plays in history to me. I loved it. All right, Rick Grit. I don't know how a guy can be overrated and underrated at the same time, but Jared Goff is a master at it. The divide between fans is comical. I'll root for him as long as he's my quarterback. I'm with you, and that is such a good thing to point out. He is underrated and overrated at the same time. It's hilarious how he does pull that off, but it is. It's confusing. I'm caught in between. Fresh and fly, Goff has done great things for us and is definitely a quality game manager QB, but I still think we need a QB we can win with because of not with. Okay, so unless we find that QB that has skill set, keep Goff with you. John Peterson says two to three extension, 35 mil. I said two to three. Wouldn't mind that at all. That's a QB friendly deal right there. 35 mil sounds like a lot, but for what quarterbacks are going for, I'll take that all day. Check six. We love Dan Gamble Campbell. Yes, we do. We love it. We love it. He's got balls of steel. All right. Sorry. MSU Detroit fan. I mean, it's safe to say Goff and Stafford, probably the best Lions QBs in recent memory, especially when looking into who was QB in both the 90s and 2000s. Yep. Definitely have to agree with you there. Definitely have to agree with you there. All right. I made it through the comments. I made it through the comments. So. Let's get to the Minnesota game. I've been here for an hour and three minutes. I don't normally go over an hour, but let's get to the Minnesota game. We cannot overlook this game. We got them this week. There's one more game left in the season, and I want to go out on top. These Minnesota fans are kind of calling our NFC North championship a fraud. I hate it. They were so sour when we won that North championship in their building. They were worse than Packers and Bears fans in recent memory to me all over the social media. So to me, I want to go in there and I want to bury them. I want to absolutely bury the Vikings in Detroit, leave no question that we are the champs. And yeah, better luck next year. You're out of the playoffs no matter what because we just beat you, Minnesota. Go home packing. Go cry to your mom and dad because we don't care. We're the champs and we own you, baby. That's how I want to go out. Now, who are we going to see at quarterback? They still got some quarterback controversy. I think we see Mullins for the fact that he put up 400 on us last game. I'm still not scared. We got our spot locked. I think we win this game 
Mullins is going to be aggressive. He may put up some numbers again because Justin Jefferson, he always has big games against the Lions for some reason. So expect that, but also expect some more turnovers from this defense. We're going to need to have another game from the defense like we did the last time we played Minnesota, maybe a little bit better, maybe not so many points. But another big turnover game is going to be the formula to beating Minnesota. And then, of course, I just want to ground and pound. I I, I want to put this team away. I want to absolutely just destroy them. That's what I want to do this last week. And I think that this team is going to be angry going into it. I think we play our players at least the first half, at least for a while. And I got us winning 38-17. to 17. That's my score prediction for the final game of this season. What do you got? I want to see the score predictions. You know we do it every single week. Tell me what you think the Lions are going to do against the Minnesota Vikings at home for week 18. I got us winning 38-17. I just want to go in there and absolutely bury them like I said. Defense gets some turnovers. Win this game. Go into the playoffs. Rolling. That's what I want. I want to see your guys' score predictions. Let them be known. Let them be known. And we will move on. But I see a few more questions in here. Before I get out of here, I'm loving all the comments today. Thank you. I appreciate this more than anything when I'm doing this live because it keeps me busy. It keeps it interesting. It keeps everything moving smoothly. But MSU Detroit fan says, I mean, it's safe to say we're back on the golf and stuff. Oh, he already said that. We talked about that. Rick says Vikings can take their QB woes to the Cleveland. Just saying. Exactly. Exactly. They're playing. Oh, if Kirk would have been the QB all season, we would have won the North. I actually saw somebody say that this this week. If Kirk was there all season, we would have won the North. Did we point this out? That they were 1-4 to start the season with Kirk Cousins? Yeah, get out of here. And then I, I saw the same guy say, well, Hawkinson, well, Justin Jefferson. Same first five games, one in four with all those guys. So get out of here, Vikings. Enough excuses. That's why I want to go in and absolutely destroy them this week. Joseph says Lions had a big Lions had a big mobile QB with a rocket arm and a Heisman. He sucked. You're right. You're right. We've had it before. You know, it, the NFL, there's no guarantee that you're going to be great because of what you did in college. Um, so you got to prove yourself. You have to prove yourself. Syndicate Lion fan says 31 to 6 Detroit win. I love that even better than my prediction. Love to see it. Check six says CD Deuce leads secondary. I, I, I want to see a pick from him this week. If he's out there playing, I want to see him get a pick. Welcome him back in the right way. Easy Lions Minute. Joseph, I wouldn't mind seeing it at least. At least, though, give him some plays with DPJ and Green. Let him air it out and prove people wrong or right. Yeah, I mean, you got to give the kid a chance to prove people wrong or right. I still don't know if Hook, and I think you're talking about Hendon Hooker here. I still don't know if, if Hooker plays this game over Teddy Bridgewater if we're bringing in a backup quarterback. For the simple fact that Teddy Bridgewater is retiring at the end of this year. And like I said, we're playing Minnesota. They drafted him. You know, he got hurt there. Teddy probably could have been a very, you know, he was looking like he was going to be a good quarterback. 
for Minnesota. Injuries plagued his career. Then he moved all around the league. Ended up being a great backup quarterback in the NFL. But I do see them maybe going with Teddy over Hendon Hooker. Dan Campbell loves Teddy Bridgewater. And they want to send him out in a good positive note. That's the way I see it. But who knows? They could also be smart and try to see what their future looks like. (laughs) All right. Rick Grit. They didn't start winning until after Kurt got injured. You are right about that. Syndicate Balding Network says give me Hendon. See, that's, I know, people want Hendon. People want to see him play. I just not, I'm not sure if they'll do it. I'm I'm saying I would like to see him too. I would like to see him get some snaps, some real NFL game action snaps. I want to see what the kids got. I just don't know if they'll do it. I don't know if they'll do it. I don't know. Easy Lions Minute says Teddy playing Minnesota is a feel-good story, though, too. You're right. It is. You're right. And I would like to see us get up so big that maybe they both play. I just want to demolish them. Maybe they both play. They both get snaps. We see a quarter out of each of them. Maybe we see a quarter and a half out of each of them. Who knows? But, yeah, for those who didn't get your score predictions in, that's okay. You still have a couple of minutes because I'm about to do my outro. But thank you so much for everybody who tuned in today. We're almost done with the season. I want to end the season off on a positive note with a, with a win against Minnesota at home, rolling into the playoffs for our first home playoff game at Ford Field. Let's do this, y'all. Let's do this. If there's no other questions, I'm going to get out of here. I hope to see you next Tuesday for a victory Tuesday. Get back to our winning ways. But I'm here every single Tuesday. On Syndicate Sports Detroit, the show is Touchdown Detroit Lions. Airs at 5 p.m. Detroit time, 4 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. on the West Coast. Until next time, everybody. Peace.